I'm Emma G. Rose. I'm Shell Shearer. We're indie authors. And this is Indie Book Talk. Hello, and welcome back to Indie Book Talk. Today, we have A.Y. Jolin, author of The Girl Who Wasn't Chosen. And we're very excited to have you on the show. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, so first question, elephant in the room for those who are watching this rather than just listening. How old are you? Uh, <laughs> I just turned 18 this no, last. No, I think the question is, how old were you when you wrote this book? Oh, I started writing it when I was 14, and then I published when I was 17. I am such an underachiever. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, you know, sometimes we ask the question, did you always want to be a writer? It seems a little silly to ask if you started when you were 14, but what was it that started you writing when you were so young? So I I feel like everybody has this sort of story where I just used to read obsessively as a kid and the natural progression from reading was writing because I would tweak like the endings of books and things like that. I got into it basically because I would read stories and then I would take those same characters and tweak the stories and then eventually Mm -hmm. it progressed to just completely my own stories. I also, looking back on it, I think I was naturally a storyteller, even as a little kid. I'm an older sister, and Ah. I always used to, me and my little sister would make up games with our toys and stuff like that, and I'd make up these complex stories. So I think that's kind of always been in my personality. So your toys had whole backstories. It wasn't just a... (laughs) (laughs) It was surprisingly complicated for like a (laughs) nine-year-old. You know, I wonder about that because now they sell toys that have backstories attached to them already. Mm. And I kind of wonder, like, are we stifling kids by giving them or do they just ignore them and be like, no, this is Jasmine and she's a giant and she's hanging out with these Lego people. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. either. (laughs) I mean, I would kind of get those character type toys and invent stories anyways. So I don't think I cared as a kid. (laughs) Okay, good. That makes me feel better. So you started writing this book at 14. You published it at 17 because why not? And my question is that the, the little plot description that you gave us was, it's a middle grade fantasy book about a girl who's told she isn't a hero, but she decides to be one anyway. (laughs) I love that premise Do you remember what brought you there? Was that something, did you have something to say with this premise? I definitely did. It actually, one of the things I really like about this book is that the idea for it came when I was in middle school. And actually the thing I struggled with happened to me when I was 12 and that inspired the book. And the main character is 12. So it's like a nice little coincidence of the characters being the same age. But basically, when I was 12, I placed a lot of emphasis on being really special or talented and stuff like that. And I felt as though a lot of the people around me, like I was surrounded by a lot of people who are really talented, special people. And I felt kind of ordinary and a little bit bad that I wasn't particularly talented at anything like that. And so I sort of realized that in the end, that stuff doesn't really matter. It's more about your confidence and your hard work and 
being kind and a good person. And that's kind of what I wanted to infuse in this book. Yeah, That's awesome. So as you said, it was a fantasy. In what way does she make herself a hero? Basically, in the fantasy book, there's kind of a prophet type person and he chooses a hero to save the land. This hero isn't very successful at her job and and these bandits come in and end up terrorizing the main character's town. So the main character goes off and decides to fight the bandits and put it to a stop herself. I love that. I, it's like the the chosen one trope turned inside out. The the not chosen one trope. Yeah, yeah that was yep. definitely... That's basically what I wanted to do was twist the chosen one trope. Yeah, you're like, you step aside, I got this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, and that chosen one trope is so ubiquitous. Like, it's everywhere. And yes. it does sometimes get to be a little bit like, yeah, okay, we get it. You were chosen. How exciting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially like as a kid growing up, all the books I would read were chosen one stories. And I feel like I kind of internalized that. And I was like, where is my person that's going to choose me? And that didn't happen because that's not reality. Is you don't usually have people oh my gosh, you're so special. <laughs> Although we did choose you for our podcast. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so I love that you're also now going around to schools and talking to kids about writing. So you're not only, you're being your own hero as well and, and getting kids out there encouraged. Uh, so what kind of feedback are you getting from those things? It's definitely been really enjoyable to actually speak with younger kids in terms of feedback, it's just really nice to connect with kids and see kids actually read your books and be excited about it and talk about it. I'm kind of more of a shyer person. And so getting out of my comfort shell and actually, I didn't think I would be able to really do that. And I ended up being able to and connect with kids. So that was really nice. Yeah, Shelly, she ended up being able to speak to people. <laughs> Uh, in groups and I don't I, I don't understand what you mean so my favorite thing <laughs> is going into schools I've got to tell you my favorite thing is going into schools and talking to kids like it is the best thing in the world and I keep telling Shelly how awesome it is and she's like but scary and I'm like no but wonderful but also a little scary yeah I was so scared to do it and I ended up going in and I loved it like it was so much fun it's really why you write the books is for the kids mm-hmm I mean, I'm sure people have told you that your non-chosen chosen one inspired them in some way, shape, or form because there was finally someone about them instead of all the golden people out there. So have they started mm -hmm. writing as well? Or I don't think I've had anyone specifically say they started writing. I'm trying to think. Even if you're getting I people reading, that's, that's huge. I've definitely had kids come up and they were the types of kids that I basically was. And I could kind of tell that they were interested in writing based on the way they were getting excited about the book. There was this one kid who came up before a talk and kept asking me so many questions about Aww. the book. She was really into it. So I have had people like that. I've yet to have someone explicitly say they started writing that. That would be an honor. <laughs> oh, I have to ask you this because 
I usually talk to high school students. And one time through a freak series of events, I ended up talking to a middle school. And I'd never come across this in the high schools I went to, but in the middle school, all the kids wanted me to sign things. Like, not necessarily the book, but, like, they'd bring me their notebook or, like, something they drew and they wanted signatures on stuff. Interesting. Have you had that? I have yet to have that. I have had definitely people wanting to sign books, but not specific objects. It was so weird. Like, every kid, once one kid did it, everyone wanted it. So, like, all of a sudden I've got this line of kids with (laughs) notebooks. It's like, it just spread. And so my signature is all over this school, apparently. (laughs) Well, it might have been a con, I don't know. <laughs> well, at least they enjoyed the books then. <laughs> yeah. So since you've written that one, do you have the desire to continue on and write more in that same series or new series? Or I have started um, a couple new books. Probably not going to do anything in the same series, mm-hmm. at least right now. Just because I wrote that book when I was 14 and I don't know, I kind of want to try something new because I've been working on it for so long. Mm -hmm. And so it's really nice to be able to start a completely new project with a breath of fresh air. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I've basically been doing right now. But are you staying in the young adult genre area or? Yeah, I'm staying in, well, I wrote, finished one book that was a YA book. And I'm working on a middle grade book right now. So let me ask you this. I know that my my path to publishing, figuring out how to independently publish was, you know, took some time, some guidance, some help. <laughs> how did you set about doing this? Did you, I mean, did you just decide one day, yep, I'm going to publish, here we go? Like, what was your process? I guess, so I started basically my freshman year I had once I because I'd already written a book when I was in middle school and the challenge for me then had been actually finishing a book and so my by my freshman year I'd already had experience finishing a book so I wanted to challenge myself more by not just trying to write this book but then actually publish it so that's where the interest started and then basically all throughout high school I did a ton of research into how to publish books. Traditionally, self-publishing, all the research into that, I basically would have been lost without podcasts or YouTube videos or all the articles. There's so much information for free. That was really helpful. But it could be overwhelming. I mean, did you have anyone help you through it at all or hire anyone for editing or anything? You did it all on your own? Oh, I did hire a cover designer and editor as well so yeah for but that was later in the process I did have a ton of people read the book and give me feedback because that was enormously helpful especially to have other writers read it Mm -hmm. Shelly go look at her cover okay have you seen it no your cover designer did a beautiful job I love this cover I want this just based on the cover oh so everybody, everybody, go look at this right now. Like, unless you're driving, but otherwise, like, w- like wipe off your hands from the dishes or like, you know, whatever you're doing. Go look at this because it's beautiful and the back's beautiful too. Oh my god, you did. Oh, you that did a good is job. pretty, right? Look at Very the good choice. Job. It's beautiful. And where'd you find your cover designer? 
I believe it was on 99 Designs. Okay. <laughs> oh. I don't think I know that one, but yeah, I will check I it out because excellent work. <laughs> yeah, it's basically, he was a specific designer on that platform, basically. And then editor the same way, just found a, a platform and, and hired from there, or were you recommended one? Uh, I found one through Readsy. So, yeah, basically. Okay, process. great site. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I get their emails. I forgot. What was I going to ask you? It was, it, was, it was a really good question. It was the best question of the whole day. It was a wonderful question. I have no idea. I, I don't know. <laughs> she was too busy going 99designs.com. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I was writing. I was writing. That. So you're, you have this book. It sounds like you've finished or are working on a couple of other books. You're obviously planning to publish more. But you're also 18. So like, what else do you want to do? Is is author path the the primary career goal, or do you have other projects that you're working on as a as a potential college student or something like that? Yeah, I mean, the author stuff would obviously be the dream. Right now, I am in college and I'm doing like economics and pre health, so basically, that's currently my trajectory. And, and then in your free time. <laughs> Just like, and then you sleep when? <laughs> I, no, I'm exhausted school, just I, thinking of it. <laughs> I, I used to be so good about sleep. I was like, oh, I get my, for most of high school, I was in bed by 9, 10 o'clock, getting my eight hours of sleep. Now the sleep is just going down the drain. It's like, I'm, I see lists and I have so much work, but it's fine. Okay. I mean, well, that that's fantastic. I mean, it's great that you're able to balance that and, and do both. You know, having a hobby outside of the college stuff is great. Man, that's exhausting. <laughs> we, we've been we've been very very lucky to have a lot of young up and coming authors on our show that are doing amazing things, and I'm so glad that you were one of them. <laughs> Thank you. Wait. I think you're kind of glitching out. Did I know it's showing that Shelly's offline, but she's, I can oh. still hear her. So I'm going to assume she's still here. So listeners, if suddenly Shelly disappears, that's because her thing glitched out, but it looks like she's here. Um, I'm still here. And can you hear sound- me? Yeah. And we can hear you. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I can't hear her. But it does say on our screen right now, it says she's offline. So Shelly is currently a ghost, um, which is fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The the technology sometimes is very strange. Speaking of technology and before things go completely haywire, can you tell us where people can find you online if they want to keep up with all of your amazing adventures? Oh yeah, I have an Instagram account and a website. It's all under my pen name AY Jolin, which is J O H L I N. So if you just look that up on Instagram, it'll come right up. Look that up online. The website will come right up. Yeah. Okay. And then you can we'll see your cover. we'll put all the links in the thing. Yeah, go look at our cover. It's beautiful. Yeah, so we'll put all the links in there so people can can follow you and see what you're up to and read what looks like a really amazing book. I, 
I'm going to do that thing where as soon as we get off the recording, I go and buy the author's book because that happens sometimes and it's, it's, it's a really bad habit. We make no yes. money off this podcast <laughs> whatsoever. We have no ads. We have no sponsors. We just do this for fun. And I think I spend more money buying people. <laughs> <laughs> but it's worth it. It's worth it. It's wonderful. Thank you so much for being on the show. It was a delight to have you. And we really look forward to seeing what you do next. Definitely. Thank you. And thank you for having me. I love the conversation. <laughs>